Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. I'm Paige Hudson, and for Season 5 of this podcast, we're answering your questions about teaching science at home. Let's dig into this week's question. Should you combine for science in your homeschool or not? As homeschoolers, we run one-room schoolhouses. Typically, we have more than one grade level, and we can be spread pretty thin. Often, we seek to combine or do subjects as a family as much as possible. And so, I am frequently asked if a particular homeschooling family should combine for science or not. And if so, how do you combine your students? Well, the answer to this can be as unique as your family. But here are a few guidelines when deciding if to combine for science will work for your crew. So there are two key factors to consider before you decide to combine for science. These are the age of your students and the age gap you have. The first thing you want to consider when deciding whether or not to combine for science is the age of your students. If your kiddos are in the preschool and elementary years, combining for science will most likely not create a problem in the future. But as they get older, it can become an issue. Remember that each stage needs to be learning about science at a deeper level. So for example, high schoolers are working towards getting enough credits and getting the right credits to graduate, and they need to be learning at that level. You might be able to combine two high schoolers, but it's not necessarily a good idea to combine a high schooler with a middle schooler or even an elementary student. Either the needs of the high schooler won't be met or the younger students will be left in the dust. Then there's your middle schoolers. So we recommend hitting at least biology, chemistry, and physics once before they get to high school. This may or may not fit the needs of your elementary students, making it hard to combine. There are several programs on the market that will allow you to easily combine kindergarten through about fifth or sixth grade. You'll have to tailor the writing expectations, but if your students are all elementary aged, you can consider combining them for science. The second thing you want to consider is the age gap or spread between your students. So your students may be close in age or spread way apart, and this can affect whether or not combining for science is a good idea. For instance, if you have a fourth grader and a kindergartner, technically these students are both in the elementary years. However, I think we can agree their intellect and their abilities are vastly different. The fourth grader can most likely read and write on his or her own quite well, while the kindergartner is probably still working on learning to read and can struggle with the mechanics of writing. Plus, the information that they can comprehend will be at various levels, making it really difficult for them to learn out of the same text. We have an eight-year age gap between our kiddos. Combining was never a luxury we could explore. But if your kids are two years or less apart, you can definitely consider combining them for science. So in short, if your students are younger or if you have a small age gap, combining for science can be a good option for you. If not, I encourage you to consider using multiple science programs. Since your older students can begin to work independently, it's not as hard as you would think to teach two science programs. One you will teach to your younger students and the other you will help guide your older students through. In the end, the decision to combine or not is up to you. You know your students and your unique situation far better than I do. After all, 
the best science curriculum in the world does nothing for your students if it sits on the shelf and doesn't get used. So if you truly cannot make room to teach or guide two science programs, then combine. It's not ideal if you have a big age gap or if your students are older, but actually doing science together is far superior to not doing it at all. So I trust that by now you have a better idea of whether or not you should combine for science. To see a full transcript of this podcast, along with a few helpful links, head over to elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcast slash 76. That's elementalscience.com slash blogs with an S slash podcast slash this episode's number, which is 76. Next week, we're going to chat about whether you really have to do experiments for science. Until then, I hope you have a great week playing with science. This podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the products we offer at Elemental Science. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. We would love to connect with you beyond the earbuds. You can find us at Instagram at Elemental Science or drop us an email through the link on our website at ElementalScience.com. And if you're looking for more help with homeschool science, we have loads of tips, books, and programs to support you as you teach science in your home. Visit ElementalScience.com to learn more.